You ever get fired on your day off, and then your best buddy comes over to smoke, and now you owe the dealer a ton of money? $200? If you have, this movie is for you. We're doing 1995's Friday. What the hell are you wearing? Looking like Big Bird's side bitch. Watch out for that first step, it's a doozy. It's got a dance curse. How about you? Mm, good. Yeah, welcome back to Flick Magnet, the podcast. I am your host, Jay. I'm Bob. And like Bob said, we are here to do the 1995 movie Friday. On a Friday. On Friday. So it's episode 20. Bob, how are you? What's um, new? I'm doing good, man. Uh, we talked earlier. I got rid of my television for some new fangled streaming television. Can't tell the difference. It's great. We had a bit of a nervous situation out here before. There was a giant ass wasp Real of some quick. sort. I'm not going to go on, but before huge. Bob got here, I'm standing in here with a hockey stick. That's my weapon of choice with any any uh, rodent slash insect hockey stick. And I'm, I hear like a in the ceiling out here, and I'm looking dead straight at what I see is nothing. Bob comes here, he's like, holy shit, that's a huge fucking wasp. I'm like, What? This wasp had to be an inch big. And, oh, yeah. And half an inch thick. This thing was gigantic. And it had, where the butt was, it was orange. Yes. So if you know what the fuck that is, let us know. We got Asian killer wasps all of a sudden? Yeah, we're doing laps around my backyard. This thing was coming at us. Like it was Debo. <laughs> oh. Coming after Red to get his bike. The cruiser. But anyway, we're all good. And we have... We have beer today. We got some beers. Some beers. And it's Icarus Brewing here in uh, the Dirty Jers. Yacht Juice, 8%. It's an 8%er? Nice. Nice. Want to hear something stupid I did before? Let's hear it. I took out an M64 and I had a shot of uh, Jim Beam. And I went to dump the shot of Jim Beam into the uh, M64 without taking any liquid out of it. So and it overfilled? Just overflowed and oh, made a no. fucking mess. Anyway, we used to do that with Coronas. You uh, drink a little bit of the Corona, and then you load the neck with a tequila shot and yeah. mix it in. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <clears throat> it's the only way to drink Corona. Corona's garbage, man. Load it up with tequila. So let's hit that trailer and get on with this uh, interesting movie. What do you say? Let's go. Now, your mama told me what happened to you yesterday. How the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? Yeah. 
my money. 40, 60, 80, 120, 140. I don't think you applying yourself, Smokey. Why? Claude, have mercy. Just give me three and a half minutes. Maybe even four. Hey, who's that? Oh, no. I don't know. It sounds like machine guns. So you gonna loan me the money or not? I wouldn't feel comfortable lending you $200 without a job. If I was working, I wouldn't need $200. Exactly. Now, Dana told me about that big snake situation. Big worm. Big worm, big hole, big... I don't give a damn! I said, they hit it. They hit it. They hit it. I'm gonna kill you and Smokey. You need a job. You need a wig. What you looking at with that girl for? Talking about she look like Janet Jackson. Control. Got out the car looking more like Freddie Jackson. Oh, my back, my neck. I'm suing y'all. I want a hundred and fifty thousand. But I set out of court right now for 20 bucks. Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, Bernie Mac, Johnny Witherspoon. Tiny Zeus Lister and Mia Long Friday. Don't ever, 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 ever come by here. Okay? I said a hip hop, the hip, the hip, did a hip, hip hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bang, man. Boogie say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to be. Directed by F. Gary Gray. Nice. Nice. Uh, do you have any nostalgia with this, this movie? Um, I kind of do and I don't. Well, in 1995, I was 10. Okay. So I didn't see this movie till I don't know, maybe eight years later? That makes sense. You know? I, I was one year out of high school. So it... uh, so I've seen this movie a few times. Yeah. I was too. actually watching it with my wife again today, and she's, she started saying lines. I'm like, you remember this movie? Really? Yeah. So Hell yeah. She knows this movie. So this is 1995's Friday, directed by F. Gary Gray. With writing credits to Ice Cube and DJ Pooh. St- starring Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, Neil Long, Tom Lister Jr. He was uh, in listed in this movie as Tiny Zeus Lister Jr. Hell yeah. John Witherspoon, Anne-Marie Hosford, Regina King, Paulina J. Parker, Faison Love, and DJ Pooh. And there was, you know... Is that what- red, DJ Pooh? Yes. Okay. I mean, how else am I supposed to say it? It's P-O-O-H, like Winnie the Pooh. That's fine. And then, you know, Bernie Mac was in this movie. Bernie Mac's funny as shit. Bernie Mac's show was great. It was a good show, man. It was funny as my, hell. My favorite bit is he had peanut butter. He goes, oh, no, he had marshmallow fluff. He goes, this is Bernie's marshmallow fluff. Not your marshmallow fluff. Don't no. you be touching Bernie's marshmallow fluff. Don't touch my shit. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this movie, Jay. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. That is how the movie starts. And then we get into this. Terrible, terrible song. All right, so we open with a zoom shot of an old pair of Chuck T's hanging from the power lines. And a couple of kids getting sprayed by a hose for sitting on some dude's lawn wearing a fancy satin robe. Then Smokey, played by Chris Tucker, pops up from his bed and says, Gotta start the day off right, man! As he lights up a J. Wake and bake. Yeah. 
Cut over to Craig's house as we are being shown his parents waking up and his dad still snoring. As the mom bops him on the head and says, give me, uh, give me the two-piece special. Lots of hot sauce and all the fries you can give me. He's still sleeping when he says that. <laughs> his sister Dana, played by Regina King, is sleeping with her head held in her hand as to not mess up her hair. All right. Then we get to Craig's room. We have a narrated line by Craig that says, For most people, Friday's just a day before the weekend. But after this Friday, neighborhood ain't never be the same. So we hear some banging at the door as Craig puts on his slippers. He goes over to answer it. When he opens the door, it's a couple of Jehovah Witnesses, Bob. Oh, no. Spouting off their bullshit. Craig's not having this and closes the door on him. Then the one old lady says, well, fuck you, <laughs> half-dead motherfucker. Craig then wakes up Dana and asks her to hook him up with her friend, Debbie. This is how he says it. He's like, hey, why don't you hook me up with your friend, Debbie? Like, what? Okay, weirdo, I just opened my eyes. Yeah, I just opened my eyes, and all I hear is, I want to fuck your friend, Debbie. <laughs> right? I mean, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. should give it a look. Yeah, but... I agree with you. Not when I first wake up. Can I at least have my coffee? Yeah, seriously, before you start... Before talking. I play your pimp? Yeah, before I start here, how you want to fornicate my friend. Jesus. Damn it, Ice Cube. She says no, and Joy would kick his ass anyway. Joy's Craig's quote, girl. Craig then tells her she needs to get up and it's 12.30. It's not 12.30. It's 8.30. We saw the clock. Craig then grabs a box of Captain Crunch, and he's like, yeah! He pours the entire box into a Halloween-sized candy bowl. Yeah, this was a, a comically <laughs> large side bowl. What the fuck are you bowl. doing, dude? I thought it was funny as hell. You like Captain Crunch? Love Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is good. Captain Crunch, just the yellow ones. Oh, you don't like the berries? I love the berries, but I also love the Captain Crunch. I like the, the peanut butter Captain Crunch. It's all good. I'll take any of it. And then every once in a while you say, oops, all crunch berries. Somebody's got to get fired yeah. for that. Yeah. Brilliant, whoever did that. Uh, but then they're all, there's no milk. He's got all this awesome cereal, but nothing to dampen it with. I love how he turns the carton upside, upside down and starts tapping it, yeah, like, it's taps a, it. like it's a ketchup bottle. Come on, bottle. there's got to be more. Maybe this milk's rotten. I can I'm, get some. I'm trying to get the last drops. <laughs> Oh, nothing's worse than you ever like pour out milk and it's chunky. It's gone yes. bad. Oh, nothing. Makes, nothing makes you want to throw up more than seeing chunky milk. To see cottage cheese come out of your milk carton. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. god damn! <laughs> then Mister Jones, his dad, comes in and gives Craig shit for eating all the food, including his dinner. He's like, "You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes, and the good old gravy he likes, and the biscuits that he likes to sop it all up with." He goes on. You drink up all the milk. Don't care what kind of milk it is. You don't care if it's 2%, 3%, buttermilk, patent milk. Pull the cow for the patent milk can. I bet you eat that too. What's wrong with you? I'm hiding my grapes. Uh, Mr. Jones goes, goes at Craig for not taking out the trash last night. He asked him why he didn't take it out. Craig says he fell asleep. He was tired. Mr. Jones says, oh, I wish you were asleep right now. I'd knock your head back with the left hook. Make your ass wake up and take out the damn trash. So you're going to punch a kid while he's sleeping? Yes. <laughs> this dad's awesome. <laughs> then Craig goes to dump out the Captain Crunch as the dad rips into him some more with this awesome, awesome dad rant. Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? 
I'm throwing this away. We ain't even got no milk. You better eat that damn cereal. You ain't got no damn milk. I ain't got a bitch. When I was coming up, we didn't have milk, cereal, a bowl to eat in, spoon, fork, knife. No napkins or nothing. nothing. You do like this. What? Mop with your hand like that. You ever do that? No. Have you ever had government cheese? Hmm? Craig, government cheese you had some? No. Thick, stinking government cheese. Couldn't take a dump for two weeks. If you eat it on the 4th of July, by the 18th, everybody in the whole neighborhood trying to get to the bathrooms. I want to eat some of them chitlins. I love pig feet. The barbecue pig feet were gone. You got grease all over your damn mouth. You know, I had a sweet potato pie in there. You ate the whole pie. Left me that little old plastic thing there. You ain't got no damn milk. Ain't that a bitch? You funny. <laughs> you my boy. You remind me of my granddaddy. <laughs> you know what your problem is? You think money grows on trees. Just go out, pick you four or five hundred dollars and go off and just dance and eat chicken and dance and you just having all the fun in the world. <laughs> you know how I many stinking dog? I gotta catch to fill that big ass bowl you got there, boy. <laughs> 45, 50 dogs. Stinking nasty dog and 12 of them little stinking things they call a chihuahua. <laughs> you better put some water on that shit, boy. <laughs> Alright, I eat it. Hey, 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 hey. Take out the goddamn trash. Take the garbage out front, son. <laughs> Take the trash out. Bitch, come on! So, so good. So Craig takes out the trash cans as some punk on a bike pulls up. Craig tells him that he better not knock over these trash cans like he was doing last week. The kid calls Craig a punk and rides off. Back inside, Mr. Jones is making... Mrs. Jones is making her some breakfast as Dana comes out looking for some glue for her hair extensions, or tracks, as she calls it. Now, uh, Mrs. Jones making, like... Eggs with bacon, sausage, and toast. Oh, and some good stuff. Yeah, and Craig's like, ooh, yeah, he thinks he's getting some. Uh-uh. Craig tells her that she needs a wig, to which she responds, you need a job. You're both right. Craig then asks his mom if she told Daddy what happened yesterday. She says that she wouldn't tell on her baby. Just then, Mr. Jones calls Craig into the bathroom, where he's taking a shit. Oh, yeah. He is <laughs> he is laying a dump like you wouldn't believe. He is. This is an epic dump, dude. It's Oh, yeah. Let's, let's I, get I love there. how he just says, yeah, I've been taking your shit. Now you got to smell mine. Yeah. All right, let's get your shit. And he's spraying air freshener crazily. Like, oh. That's something we don't do nowadays. But use air freshener? No, because I have a little plug-in. You plug in and you you put the essential oils on the bottom, and it smells it smells everything up. You don't have to spray anymore. Uh, it just we goes. spray. It just goes. We spray. You ever light a match? It does work. Yes, the sulfur. Yeah, absolutely. I had a, I had a grandfather. He, he would keep a box of matches in there, so every time he took a dump, he light a match. My wife says that. Yeah, now it just smells like burnt shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. So Craig opens the door and, and says that. He'll wait till he's till he till he's done till he comes out. Mister Jones says, "Boy, bring your ass in here. I smelled your shit for twenty-two years. Now you can smell mine for five minutes." <laughs> Craig comes in and covers his nose with his hand. Just as the dad starts to talk, we hear uh... a. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. <laughs> Mister Jones says that Mama told him what happened to him yesterday. How the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? <laughs> <laughs> <One more. laughs> shit is always shit and farts is always funny you can tell by the sound that is a thick piece of 
doo-doo. That's a guy who doesn't eat salad. That's a guy who eats government cheese. All he's eating is meats. So it's one... Oh, man. He's going to die with 40 pounds of crap in his colon. Like my shit's not even close to that. Oh, I, no. I, I eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. This is a guy that's shitting out baked potatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says that he needs to learn a trade. More grunting and plopping as uh, Mr. Jones tells Craig to grab that paper over there. He opens it, <clears throat> and it's an application to be a dog catcher. Craig's like, I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. His dad says, why not? George Clinton was a dog catcher. That's why he said, do the dog catcher, the dog catcher. Craig says, says that he doesn't even like dogs. Mr. Jones says, that's the beauty of it. I grab a dog and I choke him. And I kick the shit out of him. And I, and I, and I all day long, foot up the dog's ass, just bang, 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 up his ass. <laughs> he then basically tells Craig to get a job and rent is due on the first. Yeah. I've, uh, I paid rent when I lived with, when I lived with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took care of a couple of the bills. That was my, uh, that was my contribute to the house. If you're going to live there, say, past the age of 18... You better be helping out. I have two kids past age 18 living with me. Yeah, but they got jobs, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, so they're contributing members of society. Just not to the household. Fucking slops. Both of them. Well, tell them rent is due. <laughs> On the first. 50 bucks a month. Start them off small. That's, yeah. that's what I did. I'll take... How about you just help out you around know, the house? You know what? One day a week, do the dishes. Do the dishes. You know who does that sometimes? My four... I'm sorry. She's 15 now. Fuck. My 15-year-old. She'll do that. Shay. She'll help out. She'll, she, she's she'll, a good kid. You can a, tell she's a good kid. She'll do the dishes. She'll uh, swap the wash over sometimes. How about your mother works a, a, almost a very demanding job because what she does, she's got to deal with some bull crap. Oh, hell yeah. School cook, secretary? Cook dinner. Yeah. Even it's a simple dinner. No, no, don't, don't no? do that. No, I love it. My wife is a great cook. I know she's a good cook, but every once in a while, you just need a break. Order the pizza. Order the pizza. Go hey. go down to Costco, get me a rotisserie chicken. Go kill my neighbors, because I hate them. I don't recommend violence, but... You know, you, Allegedly. You, kill them emotionally. You can always do what my uh, cousin did. You peed in a bottle for a week. Let it sit out and fester in the sun, and when they had a party, he poured it up by the fence so that smell wafted all yeah. over the food. My drink is shaking right now because of my fucking neighbors. Oh, yeah, with their bass? Yeah. I'm glad that bass it's makes It's kind of fitting, good. though, because we're doing Friday, right? Yeah. So right, let's hey, keep going. Let's go. Now someone else is banging on the door, and it's Felicia asking if she can borrow their microwave. The neighborhood crackhead? Yeah. I saw that, and I'm like, she's going to sell that microwave. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. Craig smushes her head and goes to answer a phone call inside. It's Joy giving him shit for going to the show last night. She's like, who the fuck did you go with? Craig says he didn't go. She says, you ain't got to lie. Yes, you did. Because my sister-in-law's baby cousin, Tracy, she told me she went to the show and she saw you there all hugged up with some tramp. Craig denies it and hangs up on that crazy biatch. Craig sits at the table with his mom, who says that she doesn't understand why he's messing with that, that fast-ass girl anyhow. Now, Debbie, she's cute and in school. Craig says that he's trying to get with her, but Dana won't hook him up. That's a weird conversation to have with your mom. Miss <laughs> Jones tells Craig that 
His problem is that he ain't got no game. Now, your father, he got game. Yeah, the guy who was just shitting on the toilet. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we keep that on the soundboard yes, forever? Yes, that's permanently staying here. Just then, uh, Mr. Jones comes in and says, Don't nobody go in the bathroom for 35, 45 minutes. Somebody open a window. God damn, something dead in there. <laughs> Dana leaves, and before Mr. Jones heads off, he tells Craig that he wants him to go out today, look for a job. The word today is job. J-O-B. Job. He leaves and says, Oh, blow all the damn windows. It stinks in here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best character in the whole movie is Mr. Jones. Now Craig is in his room as Smokey comes through the window and says this. Break yourself, fool! And rips his curtain. He's like, dude, you ripped that curtain. Dumbass. Craig says that he better watch himself before he gets himself blasted. Smoke's like, with what? You ain't got nothing. Just then Craig points a 9mm in Smokey's face. Smokey asks where he got that from. Craig says, your mama. As they exchange, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Cut to Smokey outside as someone rolls up in a convertible. The hydro's lower as we see it's Smokey's drug supplier, Big Big Worm. Worm. With a head full of curlers. Big perm. Big worm. <clears throat> he asks Smokey how much he has left. He says a lot. I got a lot left. Worm's like, you still haven't sold that weed yet. Smokey says that people are broke these days. Worm says that he doesn't need, he doesn't think Smoke is applying himself. Just then Smokey acts weird and Worm's like, he asks him, are you smoking? Are you smoking my shit? Oh, you never get high in your own supply. Never. Smokey's like, hell no. Why would I do some dumb shit like that? Smokey says that he, he'd he steal from his mama before he messed with his shit. And you know this, man. Worm drives off. So Craig comes out as Smokey says that he thought Craig was supposed to be at work. Craig says that he got fired yesterday. Wasn't yesterday your day off? Yeah. I went in to get my check, and when I got home, the supervisor called saying that they got him on videotape stealing boxes. It's not him. Not really not him. But uh, stay tuned for trivia. I'll let you know all about that. Who's stealing boxes? Yeah. Smokey's like, the fuck are you doing stealing boxes for? Are you building a clubhouse? Craig denies doing it as he leans be- leans back on the workout bench and gets in some reps. As Smokey spots him and says, you got to be a stupid motherfucker to get fired on your day off. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Then some hot chick jogs by looking tight. Damn. As they ogle her as she says, hi, guys. Smoke says, her mama got ass, too. Just give me three and a half. Maybe even four minutes. Her mama? Yeah, older the berry, sweeter the juice. Craig corrects him and says, man, it's blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Smoke's like, yeah. Well, she's blacker than the motherfucker, too. Ah. <laughs> they move over to the porch and have a seat. Smoke says to Craig that... He knows that he doesn't smoke weed. I know this. But it's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. Craig asks him what he's doing here so early. Smoke says that he wanted to tell him what happened to Red Ass. Craig's interested as Smoke tells him that, you know that guy Debo had his bike for like three weeks? Right as we go into a black and white recap, Bob, as we see Smokey playing dice with Debo and Red, played by DJ Pooh. 
He walks up to Debo, played by a tiny Zeus Lister, and says that his pops is tripping. He wants him to ask for his bike back. What bike, says Debo. The beach cruiser, answers Red. Oh, that bike. Debo turns off to get it and then punches him, <laughs> sending him flying. Oh, comically so. Flying in the air. Smokey then runs up to uh, Red laying on the ground and says this. You got knocked the fuck out! <laughs> then Red's dad gets out of the car. Debo says, you want some of this too, old man? Uh, no. As he, <laughs> he tells Red, get back in the car. And, Why you come down here messing with these people? Smart guy. Right? <laughs> then Miss Jones comes out yelling at Craig to tell the that little girl Joy to stop calling and hanging up. I know it's her. I star 69 her, so I know it's her. Tell her. Craig's like, okay, I'll tell her. The boys then leave to go to Smokey's. As they leave, we see that the Joneses' trash cans have been kicked over. God damn it. As Smokey's like, damn. Little Chris got you too. Craig says, yeah, Smokes. Smoke says that he got him too. So maybe they'll get, maybe he'll get his. We'll see. We'll see. And if he catches that little punk ass, he's going to beat him like he was his dad. Damn. Damn. Did you get beat by your dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. My stepdad. Yeah. Not too much because my mom really wouldn't allow it. But every once in a while, my dad was uh, 6'3", and he had these gigantic hands. Fuck. And one time he hit me square in the back with an open palm. Damn, like Andre the Giant, it chopped you. It was like being punched by Buddha. It, like, you just hit the ground by afterwards. By Buddha? Yeah. Buddha's peaceful. No, Buddha's got some angry palms. If you're a Buddhist, my apologies to my for my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> the boys then cut through the yard we saw in the beginning where the two kids got sprayed with the hose as the guy in the robe tells them to please stay off the grass. Smokey says, man, Stanley be acting like an old bitch sometimes. So that guy is Stanley. So they get back to, to Smokey's house as he pounds on the metal screen door for his mama to open up because he forgot his keys. They go in and mama, mama Smokey's giving Craig all types of come over here and take me looks. Smokey tells her to go clean or cook or do something. They go in Smokey's room as he rolls up a joint. I like all the posters in the background, all it's describing all the different kinds of weed. I saw uh, Cypress Hill. Yep. I saw all sorts of nice posters. Mm-hmm. Craig asks him how he sells and smokes weed, too. He says that Big Worm's going to jack him up. Smokey says that Big Worm ain't going to do a goddamn thing. Craig says that Red told him he smoked a full over 50 bucks before. To which Smokey says, I don't give a fuck. Let's take a minute to talk about Smokey's room, like Bob pointed out. Multiple Cypress Hill posters. Multiple. Bob, put that bong down. Never spoke out of a bong, Jay? Yes. Obliterated. It's fun, but not very effective. I mean, it was. I, I prefer a bubbler or, you know, just a straight up, straight up pipe. I, when I was in a band, the, the our singer had this, like, marble skull bong. Ooh. 
and it fucked me up so much, dude. My buddy had this bong, and it broke, so we gave it a funeral in the backyard. Damn. Did you ever have sex while high on weed? It's amazing. Is it? It's fucking amazing. I highly recommend that. Normally, I just normally it was just get really drunk. <laughs> it's different. It's oh, got to be a different it, experience. Yes, it, you feel everything oh. intensified. It's so good. So you ever, you ever watch Pretty Woman? You ever sex on <laughs> weed? Are you high on weed? Yeah. <laughs> so they all. We also see a Cheech and Chong up in smoke poster. Nice reference. When trouble times begin to bother me, I take a toke and all my cares go up in smoke. You can buy his edibles now. Yeah? Yeah, they're legal in this state. Hell yeah. It's like 30 bucks for a six-month supply of edibles. I was thinking about doing it. Get high with the good old Cheech and Chong. We should do a show on edibles. Okay. I'm down for that. What would it be, though? Like, this would have been the perfect one no, to we, do it with. We do, uh, we do um, the Dave Chappelle one. Is that um, the Dave Chappelle uh, stoner movie? Friggin' Jon Stewart's in it. What's it called? Is that um, How High? No. What is it called? Dazed and Confused? No, it's not Dazed and Confused. What's the burger one? <laughs> Good burger. Good burger. <laughs> Oh, I gotta look up. I'll look it up. Right, look it up. So then in walks Joanne, Smokey's mom, and she tells him to go get her a pack of cigarettes as she hands him a $1 bill. Smokes like half baked. There you go. That movie was great. Smokes like this ain't enough. She says, make it enough. Yeah, they gave you a dollar to buy. How cheap were cigarettes back in the 90s? They were so cheap, weren't they? No. They were like. Five bucks. Yeah, five bucks a pack compared to now where they're almost like 20 bucks a pack. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Well, that's this is how we're going to deter people from smoking. We're just going to raise the prices. Like three quarters of the price is tax. Yeah, they're trying to tax people out of it. Guess what? It didn't stop alcohol. It isn't going to stop people from smoking. Bob, they don't want it to stop. They want that money. Oh, it's good revenue. So anyway, we get some Dr. Dre. Soundtrack to this movie. Is oh, pretty, I was just about to say this. So good. This is a good soundtrack. Ding, 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 dong. So they head off to the convenience store in Smokey's convertible POS, which keeps backfiring after they shut it off. So from behind the counter, an Asian man rises wearing a beanie. Whoa. Just then, Easel fakes like he slipped and has fallen down. He says, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. He wants uh, $150,000. Or we could settle out of court right now for 20 bucks. The employee tells him to get the hell out of here. The employee, the the director. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Cameo. The floor ain't even wet over here. Easel says, look, and just just give me $10 and I won't say anything. He says, get the hell out of here. $250? And a jawbreaker? Get out. A dollar and some envelopes. Smokey ends up paying for Easel's 40 and tells him that he better swing by later and wash his car as they pull off backfiring. Yeah, his uh, his Ford Pinto is a P.O.S. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, it's, a, a, Ford, it's, it's a, a Pinto. Pinto. It's an Exploder? Oh, yeah. A Ford Exploder? 
I don't know if uh, a lot of people know, but back in the day, if you uh, hit one of those pintos behind too hard, they caught, they exploded into flames <laughs> due to faulty gas tanks. Yeah. That was back in the day when they didn't really do recalls. You were just tough shit. Well, speaking of shitty cars, your Cobalt, to get the alternator changed, $600. Really? Yeah. And that was the cheapest one. Where is the alternator on that car? Under the engine. Oh, God. Well, even the one in my Volkswagen, you could actually see it. It's a hard as hell to get out. Yeah. I had to drop the air conditioner, but mm. you could still get it out. Holy shit. Yeah. Crazy, man. It also needs a fuel tank straps that are uh, corroded. But are you, are you, are you going to fix it? It's at the shop now. Oh, damn. I, I thought you were just going to junk that thing. Nah, it's that's a long story. Does it? As long as it still works, it you does. Know? It runs. It started right up. I, I just mean, bought a brand new battery, which is two hundred and something dollars. Yeah, batteries have gotten ridiculously expensive. Insane. And the batteries in the trunk, which is the weirdest shit. So I hate that. I hate that so much. Uh, so your daughter must like the car if you're still no fixing it's, it. it. That's not it. It's it's a matter of necessity. Okay. And how fucking expensive cars are now, especially used cars. They get back home, and now they see Mrs. Parker, played by Kathleen Bradley, bending over in her tight jean shorts and low-cut top, watering her garden as Smokey says, Damn! Miss Parker, finer than a motherfucker! I'd knock the dust off that pussy! They walk by as they say, Hi, Miss Parker. She goes, Hi, boys. When are you going to let me fuck you, Miss Parker? What's that? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. What's that, Sonny? Oh, boy, she fine. He's like, Miss Parker just don't know. She needs some young meat. Mr. Parker ain't hitting that right man. So they get back to Craig's as Smokey tells Craig to get something so he can roll up his weed in and bring out a radio. He does, and after a quick little joint smoking montage, Pastor Cleaver Roll rolls up and asks if Mrs. Jones is home. Bernie Mac is here. Yeah. Let's talk about that radio. That is a quintessential giant 90s boombox. It's an old school 80s boombox. 80s, 90s boombox. Silver and black. They just don't make them like they used to. Craig says she's at work, as is Mr. Jones, which is where your bitch ass needs to be, says Smokey under his breath. The pastor sees Smokey rolling J's and says, excuse me, brother, what we call drugs at the 74th St. Baptist Church, we call a sinny sin sin. Smokey responds, well, around here between Normandy and Western, we call this here a little 20 twin twin. Then Mrs. Parker bends over, showing off that ass, that Ooh, sweet ass. She is fine. She is hot. The pastor says, the, the Lord is my shepherd. He knows what I want. Excuse me. As he heads off over to Miss Parker's, as she lets him inside her home and into her vagina. Allegedly. 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 So the pastor is crossing the street to violate Mrs. Parker. The pastor is almost hit by Hector. Hector says, hey to Smokey. The smoker responds with a healthy, fuck you. Craig asks why he hates Hector so much. Smokey tells him a story about how he smoked with Hector and his boys, but they tricked him into smoking angel dust instead of weed. We see that Smokey can't handle this shit as he's being chased down in his underwear by Hector. Oh, God. This is also why Smokey, every so often, if you notice, Bob, will look like he's tweaking a little bit. Did you see that? It's subtle. Just a little bit, He'll yeah. like look at, down at his shirt, you know, like, like real quick, like, what? And then that's it. 
And that's what uh, Big Worm was like, you smoking my shit? So yeah, he's tweaking from Angel Dust. Then they see that little dick kicking over people's trash cans as Craig and Smokey chase him down the street. But they can't catch him because he's on his bike and they're out of shape. Now the boys hear a creaking bike approaching as they see Debo rolling up on Red's beach cruiser as they take off all their valuables and hide them so Debo doesn't jack their shit. Debo goes up to the porch and starts frisking Smokey as he asks him how much money he has. He says he's broke, as does Craig. He calls them some broke-ass bitches as Stanley comes out. Deb says, hey, but Stanley ignores him as he drives off in his Corvette. Debo's like, well, fuck you then. Debo then notices that Stanley left his window open at the house and makes Smokey come with him to rob the joint. Smokey reluctantly goes with him. Debo tells Craig to whistle if somebody comes by. Craig's like, don't involve me in this shit. Debo says if he doesn't, he's going to knock his ass out too. Make a choice. Craig tells him, hurry up, man. God damn it. We then get narration again from Craig as he says, he didn't think Smokey wanted to go in there, but peer pressure is a motherfucker. <laughs> Smokey jumps through the window, and immediately you hear a big crash of glass breaking. Comic. I love it. Yeah. Then Mr. Parker, played by Tony Cox, comes home as we see the pastor come running out, carrying his clothes, trying to get into his car. Miss Parker comes out in a robe and says that they were just playing, that's all. Yeah, you're playing hide the sausage. Jeez. The pastor gets in his car, gets his car started and drives off, but not before Mr. P throws a brick through the back windshield as he calls him a goddamn devil. Yeah. What are you typing, Bob? Nothing. Come on, Bob. Come on, Bob. All right. So Stanley comes home as Craig whistles for them to get the hell out of there. A very loud whistle. Very obvious whistle. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, he might as well just went, hey, guys, Stanley's home. Yeah, he's coming. Get he's out of coming. there. You want another one? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Keep me, uh, keep me, Bob, will you keep me wet tonight? <laughs> they do, and Stanley yells at them to please stay off his frigging grass. My, my f- freaking grass. Uh. Little bitch. Craig asked them if they got anything. Smokey's like, yeah, we got 200. Ain't that right, Debo? Debo says, I got 200. As he rides off on his beach cruiser. Smokey then pressures Craig into smoking a joint. Hey, you got nothing a to do. joint with him. You got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Craig bitches that Smokey already got got it all wet. Smokey's like, it's my shit. I can do whatever I want to do. Oh, nothing worse than smoking a joint and wet lips. Yeah, come on, man. Dry your lips, guys. Craig starts coughing as Smokey tells him that he's fucking up the rotation. It's puff, puff, give. Puff, puff, give. Then Felicia walks her crack ass up and sits in between them and tells Smokey that she needs to borrow his car right quick. Fuck this bitch. Seriously, go away. Smokey says, what kind of shit is that? Most people want to borrow sugar or ketchup. Hell no. Then she asks for a joint, but Smokey tells yeah, her. After she smells. 
Yeah. You smoking? Yeah, smoke. What, oh, what you guys got here? What you got going on? He's like, hell no. He tells her to go get a job and stop taking other people's weed. They then shoo her off. Craig starts. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Bye, which an, Felicia. Which is now an overused meme and line that people say. Do they? Yeah, they, they overuse it. Yeah. Craig starts laughing as he sees that the, the bud is kicking in and he can hear his heart beating. He tells Smokey to listen. You can't hear that? He then jumps up and runs inside. Smoke's like, I knew I shouldn't have smoked him up. Yeah, he's bugging. He's bugging. He is. Craig comes back and stands in the doorway and asks Smokey if he heard his phone ring. Smoke's like, hell no! They then head in as Craig asks Smoke if he wants some, uh, some Kool-Aid. Smoke's like, you know I want some Kool-Aid. Who doesn't want Kool-Aid? Right? Kool-Aid's awesome. Especially if you're high. Oh, yeah. Give me all that flavor. That sugar? Of course. Oh, yeah. That. He busts through the door with a joint. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. Kool-Aid man here. Anybody got some? Because I'm high as fuck. <laughs> Craig opens the cabinet and sees Big Worm's head. As it turns, and says, you smoking my weed too? I'm going to kill you and Smokey because you're playing with my emotions. Craig closes the, uh, the cabinet and opens it back up and grabs a pitcher for the Kool-Aid and says, damn, we ain't got no sugar. Smokey's like, y'all ain't never got two things that match. Either y'all got Kool-Aid, no sugar, peanut butter, no jelly, ham, no burger. Damn. I thought uh, Kool-Aid packets had sugar in it. <coughs> no, you got to add sugar. Really? Yeah. Tells you how long it's been since I made Kool-Aid. It's just all sugar. It's, and it's the comically amount of sugar you got to put in. Yeah, it's bad. He asks Craig if he wants him to go and get the sugar. Surprise, he does. So the boys are hanging out, and Debbie comes to the door as she comes in and sits down. Smokey says that he thought she had a friend that, that she wanted to hook him up with. She writes down her number and hands it to, to Smokey as he goes off to the kitchen to call her. Smokey asks the girl on the phone to describe herself. She says that she's about 5'2", light-skinned, long hair, I'm thick. People say I look like Janet Jackson. He tells her to come over. To Craig's and she agrees. Well, that was easy. Yeah, I guess so. Come over, we gonna fuck. We gonna. Oh yeah, I look like Janis Jackson. Mm, yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. Anybody who's online comparing themselves or on the phone because this is back in that day, because comparing themselves to I don't know a celebrity or talking himself up, yeah, you know that ain't gonna be the case. I remember when I was in uh, elementary school. Janine DeComo said I look like Johnny Depp from 21 Jump Street. That's a compliment. It was. I had the hots for her. She was like the popular girl, so I had no chance, obviously. Back in the living room, Debbie is sitting on the couch next to Craig. And Craig tells her that her sister, Felicia, was over here today begging. She kind of laughs it off and tells Craig that the other day she had to stop Debo from beating her ass. Craig perks up. Deb says yes, when he gets high and drunk... He starts tripping. She says that one time he grabbed me. Craig starts hearing dogs barking as he stares at some dog statues. Oh, and the, and because we're in high vision, like you got the woo warp effect. Weedle vision yeah. 2.0. Put on your special glasses, folks, and stare at the screen. Yeah. So Debbie leaves, and then Miss, Mr. Jones comes home because he got bit in the ass by a dog at work. Next, Big big Worm rolls up in an ice cream truck as he calls over Smokey. 
Smokey walks up and says, What's up, Big Perm? I mean, Big Worm. Worm asks him if he sold the rest of his weed. Smoke says yes, as he counts out the money. 20, 40, 60, 80. He turns it over. Turns the bills over. Like that's going to work. 120, 140. Worm tells him to stop playing and that he'll be here tonight at 10 o'clock. Not 10.03, not 10.36. 10 o'clock. If he don't have his money or his bud, he's going to kill him and Craig. Smoke goes back as Craig asks him what Worm said. Smoke. Oh, that's after he the kid tries to buy. <laughs> Give me some chili Fritos. He's like, well, where's my Fritos? He takes his money. Well, I'm closed. I'm not worried. I'm closed. Well, give him my money. It's my money now. He says, my money, fat ass or yeah, fatso or fatso. something. Fatso. And then he's like, fat. mama. Big, big Worm's piece of shit. Big Worm. Big Perm is a real piece of shit. Smoke tells him that he said, we have to pay him by 10 tonight. Craig flips out and is like, what do you mean we? I smoked half a joint. Smokey tries to calm him down by telling him that Worm ain't gonna do shit. But Craig gets persistent as he wants to know exactly what Worm said. Smokey tells him that Worm threatened to kill both of them if they don't pay him. Craig flips out, but back comes Debbie. She says that she left her purse inside and goes to get it. So then Joy pulls up. Craig's girl. She, uh, she's something. Yeah, I think the word is gross. Or hot, I'm not sure. Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Right up my alley. <laughs> the nails, the nails are like, oh my, they're like talons. Oh, she's hot as fuck. Oh yeah. In the most trashy way possible. So she walks up to Smokey and says, fool, where Craig at? Fool. Oh, Craig's inside, says Smokey. Then Craig and Debbie walk out together as Joy's like, uh-uh. Now, who's that bitch? Smokey says, yeah, who's that bitch? Joy, Joy goes at Craig asking again who that was. Craig tells her, it's just Debbie from down the street and to get her ass in the house. Smokey then grabs his belly and tells Craig that basically he has to go take a shit. Craig says, come back as Smokey runs off frantically looking for a place to shit. Smoke goes home and pounds on the door for his mama to open it, but she doesn't answer. He goes back to the Joneses as, as Mr. Jones answers the door, eating a sub, licking his fingers. Smokey asks if he can come use the bathroom. Mr. Jones asks him, Number one or number two? Smokey whispers, Number two. Mr. Jones then tells Smokey that he ain't dropping no stinky loads here. As he licks his fingers and says, If anybody's dropping stinky loads here, it's me. <laughs> and closes the door in his face. He goes back to his house, but his mom still doesn't answer the door, so he grabs a newspaper and pops a squat behind a bush. Just then, Easel comes walking up the driveway to wash Smokey's car, you know, to repay him for the 40 from earlier. He sees Smokey sitting and is like, Hey, Smokey! Smokey! What are you doing back there? You taking shit back there? You been eating corn, huh? That he's checking his shit out. Yeah. It's so gross. Such a dick. So back at Craig's, he walks a much calmer Joy back to her car, and she asks he asks her if he can borrow 200 bucks. At first, she's like, okay, sure. What you gonna give me, huh? Just then, fucking Felicia strolls up asking to borrow a VCR. Ooh. This fucking bitch. 
And that's back in the day. Weren't VCRs? Like, no, no. This is the '90s, so they weren't super expensive. But it's not something you lend. They out. were still, yeah. They were still like a, a popular. It was a like a fifty buck at that point, at least. Because like the first VCRs back in the '80s were like two hundred dollars. They're expensive because they were they were new. They were they were a new thing, and like one VHS tape was like seventy bucks, wasn't it? Weren't they like mega expensive? Yeah, there was no sell through yet, so it was like seventy to like one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And now you can get a DVD for 10 bucks. So Joy's like, now who's this bitch? She says, ask that bitch for money as she peels off. So close, Craig. He almost had the 200 bucks. Smokey comes back and tries to put Craig at ease, but Craig rightfully snaps at him. He tells Smoke that he doesn't take anything seriously. He needs to stop playing. Now he's dragged his family into this. Big Worm isn't playing, and he's serious. Smokey says that he's going to tell Worm that he smoked up all his weed and Craig had nothing to do with it. If he gets dealt with, he gets dealt with. So Smokey's going to be a man and deal with it. Craig gets up and goes inside and grabs his gun. Just as uh, Mr. Jones walks in looking for his shoe, he sees the gun and asks Craig, what's that for? Craig says, protection. Mr. Jones says, protection from who? Craig says that he has to walk Smokey down to his house. This upsets Mr. Jones as he says that they wouldn't have moved here if they knew that you were going to need a gun to walk down the goddamn street. Craig says that you know how it is today. Mr. Jones says that kids today are just sissified. So quick to pick up a gun. Scared to take an ass whipping. Mr. Jones puts up his fist and says, this is what makes you a man. When he was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live to fight another day. Mr. Jones asks Craig if he thinks he's a man with that gun in his hand. Craig says that he's a man without it. He puts the gun down as Mr. Jones tells him to put up his dukes. He does, and he says, now you're a man. He then tells him about his uncle who picked up a gun and was killed at the young age of 22. He says to Craig that he has a choice. These are all you need. This is the best bit of parroting in the whole movie. Yeah, Mr. Jones is the best character of this movie. Oh, hands down. The best acted, everything. He crushes this role. They were very smart to bring him in for this role. Yeah, so good. So back out on the porch, Red shows up wearing sunglasses as Smokey asks him how his eye is. Red takes off the glasses, and the boys react. Damn! Yeah. It's gross. I love him. Yeah. Oh, he looks disgusting. That might stay on a soundboard, too. It should. Okay. Then Hector bounces up in his uh, tricked-out convertible and yells at Smokey to sell him some weed. At first, he's like, fuck you. But Craig's like, no, we need money. Go sell him some weed. Yeah, you need to get money because someone's trying to cap your ass. Sell him weed. He sells him the weed and then runs up to the porch as they all quickly take off their jewelry and shit to hide it from Debo. Except Red, who tucks his necklace under his shirt. Debo rolls up and starts in on Red. He says, thanks for the bike. And where is his 40 at? Craig jumps in saying that Debo has $200. Debo says, I do, but I want to spend Red's money. Red says that he's broke. He doesn't have nothing. Debo says, you have something. As he finds Red's chain under his shirt, snaps it off. Smoke stands up and tells Debo to give it back, give it back to Red. Debo says, what chain? Smoke smoke backs down. He's like, yeah, what chain? Hmm." Who's going to stand up to that guy? That guy's gigantic. 
Red gets upset and runs off crying with his arms waving all weird. Oh, yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Trying to remember, there's another character in a different movie who runs like that. It's just funny. There's a scene in Zoolander. Yes. Where Mr. Uh, Is it? It's not Mr. Magato. What's his name? Yeah, Magatu. Magatu. Yeah. He runs off, but he kicks like his his back heels up like super high as he runs back. It's hilarious. That is funny. That that movie's awesome. I like that movie. Yeah, maybe we'll do that soon. So now it's nighttime as the boys are still hanging out on the porch as quote Janet Jackson pulls up, Bob. Oh, here's Janet Jackson. You know Debbie's friend. All right. So Smokey walks up to the car. He kneels down, looks in, and she says, "What's up?" Not a damn thing, says Smokey, as she is no Janet Jackson. She is a big girl. How big lady. She asks Smokey if they're going to hook up. He says that he has to go pick up his mom at work. He tells her to go up the street and get something to eat. I know you're hungry. (laughs) So good. She says that she ate twice before she came here. And she takes off her hat slash wig, revealing her to have Jada Pinkett head. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Nice. Back inside, Craig asks Dana to borrow 200 bucks and tells her what's going on with Big Worm. And she just laughs at him. <laughs> yeah, guys. Real funny. It's just $200. I'll, I'll pay you back. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you suck. Fuck you, dude. It's so funny. Yes, everyone for money. And they're like, no. Like, no, dude. Fucking be, get, a, be a man. How about get a job? Get a jobby. Back outside, Smokey's dealing with Mrs. Jackson. She asks if he's going to call her. He's like, yeah. But if you come by, I won't call you. Okay? He says, so don't come by. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah, exactly. Don't come by. Okay? Craig then asks his mom to borrow the money, but she's like, I wouldn't feel comfortable lending you money. You don't have a job. Yeah, how are you going to pay me back? He's like, if I had a job, I wouldn't need the money. Got a good point there. Exactly, she says. Now Smokey goes over to, to confront Debbie about her friend. He asks her, why is she set him up with that fat, bald girl? She's like, she's not fat. She's just big boned. Oh, yeah. All them bones are big. He says that she said she looked like Janet Jackson. Debbie's like, oh, no, she didn't go there. Smokey says, bitch, got out of the car looking more like Freddie Jackson. Oh. She laughs and says, she's sorry. Then Smokey sees Debo's bike out front and asks what he's doing there. Debbie says that he's asleep inside with Felicia. Smokey's like, she's fucking Debo too? Damn, where are your parents at? He leaves but decides to go into Felicia's room. Through her window, as Smokey tries to take that two hundred bucks from Debo, as he's sleeping. I like when she they ask where the parents at. She's like, "Well, my mom and her new boyfriend are in Las Vegas." Yeah, just leaving them there. So Smokey has to move Debo's shit-stained underwear off the top of his pants with a rubber cup straw, but but they fall on Debo's face. Smoke gets the underwear off Debo's face and down to the ground. As he smells the straw and makes a face and puts the straw back into the cup. Ew, that's so gross. Yeah, it's nasty. Smokey starts going through the pant pockets looking for the 200 bucks when Easel comes through the window as the two start bickering, so they bail. 
just in time because then Debo sits up, takes a drink from his cup, and then smells the straw and makes a face, but continues to drink. He's yeah. like, he's like, hmm. I mean, okay. I love cool how the cr- the crackhead almost freaking got him caught. What the hell, this man? This fucking guy. Him and Felicia should hook up and steal each other's shit. Yeah, the crack crackhead duo. God. Back at Craig, Smokey tells Craig uh, what just happened, and they decide to go back over and try again. As they go to leave, we see Debo riding past their house, looking right at them. Very menacingly. Yes, he's a scary-looking dude. So, plan aborted. Then Lil Chris, the trash can kicker, tries to punk them out, but this time they catch this punk ass, and Smokey whips him with his belt. Oh, yeah, he gives up the good old uh, spanking he deserves. They're like, we finally got that motherfucker. Then, cutting their celebration short, they see an unknown car creeping, as they say, drive by and hide behind a tree, and then inside to kill time. Worm pages Smokey as he calls him back as Worm asks if he's got his money. Smoke says, not yet, but he's gonna get it quick. Worm hangs up. More time goes by as Craig gives Smoke shit for standing on his bed with his shoes on. Yeah. Don't do that. That's disgusting. Don't fucking do that. I sleep there. God, that's a place of solace and peace. Yeah, that's where I go to, like, end my day. Don't be stepping on with your nasty-ass shoes. Damn. Then Mr. Jones comes in and says that Dana told him about this big snake situation. Big worm, Smokey corrects him. Big worm, big hole, big I don't give a damn. He tells Smokey to get his ass out of his house. You always got some shit going. He tells Craig to keep his ass here. Big snake, big worm. What kind of name is that? Bet you all been drinking that wine, smoking them tweeds and everything. Wearing them clothes all half off your ass. What the hell's going on today? So they leave to walk Smokey home. When a van rolls up and opens fire on them. And who is that? Run like hell. They made a big mistake. If they wanted to hit them, all they had to do was turn that gun sideways. Oh, God. And fire that shit. You'll hit them. It's more accurate that way, Bob. What show is that from? Kill shot. He's got a kill shot. Kill shot. (laughs) They get away and hide in the back of a pickup truck bed. Smoke says to Craig that he loves him and he ain't ever going to smoke weed again. Smoke then cries silently for his mama. He's like, mama. As the van rolls right up past him. Then the entire neighborhood comes out to investigate what the fuck just went down. Then Debbie drags Felicia out and starts raising holy hell. Because Debo beat the shit out of Felicia. Debbie goes right up to Debo and calls him out. She says that he hit her sister like she was a fucking man. Debo said that she had no business going through his pants when he was asleep. Debbie says that her sister don't need to steal nothing from his broke ass. Debo tells her to take her ass home. Deb says that she ain't scared of him. All these fools might be, but she isn't. Debbie leans in and says that he's lucky that she isn't a man or else he would kick his ass herself. Debo then strikes her down just as Craig and Smokey get there. He hits her. Hassan Chop! He hits Debbie. Oh, that's disgusting. Craig pushes Debo and gets in his face. Debo pulls out a large screwdriver and tells him to shut his little punk ass up before he drops him like this bitch. Craig says that he doesn't want to fight him. Debo says, I know you don't want to fight me because you're nothing but a bitch too. 
As Debo pushes Craig back, Craig then pulls out his nine and points it at Debo. Sideways. Kill shot. He's got the kill shot. He's serious. It happens that Mr. and Mrs. Jones are standing right there, and Mr. Jones has a look of astonishment on his face, especially after the talk they just had. Yeah, why do you still have this gun? Mr. Jones pleads for Craig to put the gun down over and over. Debo says, yeah, put the gun down, son, and get knocked out like your father used to. I don't understand that part. I wish they would have elaborated. Us, yeah, told us more. They, did his dad go through this same thing with a, a Debo-type person in his time? Would have been nice to know that. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a plot that got left out. Plot? Yeah, like a plot device. A plot like this movie needed one? Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Then, blam! Fade to black. As we hear Mr. Jones saying, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. You think you're a man with that gun? I'm a man without it. Cut back just before the blam as Craig hands the gun over to his dad. And it's on. Craig versus Debo. Ding, ding. Ring the bell, Bob. For the Hood Street Championship. (laughs) Craig sets in some initial blows, but Debo is unfazed. Debo's like, is that all you got? Debo gets in some heavy back blows, sending him into a pile of trash. Craig comes up with a 2x4, hits Debo over and over, but but Debo is just too tough as he gets the upper hand. He flips Craig over and onto Stanley's Corvette, breaking the windshield and the side mirror, I think. Debo then puts Craig in a chokehold while on top of the vet's hood. Debo hits some body shots as it appears that Craig has passed the fuck out. Debo threatens the rest of the block as his dad pleads for Craig to get up. Get up, Brock. Get up, Brock. Yes. Craig comes in. I'm sorry. Craig comes to and grabs a brick and throws it at Debo, hitting him square in the face. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's awesome. Craig then grabs a garbage can and smashes it over Debo, over his face. Then hits a couple of haymakers and a kick to the face as Debo goes down for the count as some mouth blood shoots out of his mouth. Ooh, mouth blood. Mouth blood. Debbie goes over and helps Craig up. Craig says to Debo, now who's the punk? Is that the best you could do? Come on. We just, he kind of got his ass whipped, so he maybe did. that's all he can That's muster. all his brain could think of. Yeah, because yeah. you now it's have fair. a concussion. That's fair. Debo is now the punk. Dana's like, he thinks he's the Mac. Macaroni, says Mr. Jones. Then Smokey climbs on top of Debo and says, You got knocked the fuck out! Nice. He then takes the $200 off of him and says, Payback's a motherfucker, fool. Then Debo starts to wake up at Red's there as he punches Debo out, takes back his chain and says, My grandmama gave me that chain. Easel then gives back Debo's knife and takes his shoes off of him and says, I steal. I don't kill. We then see uh, Red riding off with his beach cruiser. So a happy ending there. Oh, yeah. Everyone's getting their it's stuff. Nice. Crackhead's stealing Debo's pants. Love it. Debbie then tells Craig that she's going to call him in the morning. Then uh, Mr. Jones calls Craig back into the bathroom as Mr. Jones is taking his shit again. <laughs> 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 he complains to Craig about how much funerals cost. He says they cost like four to $5,000. He then says that his supervisor called and wants him to call him tomorrow. Mr. Jones tells Craig that he's proud of him for what he did tonight. So Craig might be getting his job back. It was a one-day layoff. 
Not bad. Craig says goodnight to everyone as he does the clapper to turn off the lights. Oh, that's a callback. We have a clapper. You have a clapper? I bought it for Amy two Christmases ago. They still sell the clapper? Yeah, and they work. Weird. I used to like snap and I'd go, and it, it turned the lights off. It's so fucking cool. Uh, he says goodnight. Back at Smokey's, he's on the phone with Big Worm. He tells him that he has his money. And he doesn't appreciate him sending his punk-ass, bust-ass, jerry-curl-ass friends to shoot him up and his homie. Worm tells him to check himself before he cuts his balls off and hands them to him. Potna. Worm says that he warned him too many times about his money. Smokey tells Worm to sell that shit himself next time because he's through with this shit. He's going to rehab as he lights up a J. I was just bullshitting. And you know this, man. <laughs> That's the movie. This is Ice Cube. You know it ain't no stopping all the dogs I'm dropping. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. I got spin to spin on the hand. So let the games begin. Yakety yak. Don't talk back or song. Calling up Earl on the car phone. Mac 10 just got out of court. Bowling through the hood in the super sport. Bumping too short. I think the fireworks stopped. Again, fuck my neighbors. <laughs> so we're going into the reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critic score. It has a 76% and an audience score of 91%. And IMDb gives it a 7.2. 91%? A 7.2 out of 10. Wow. Positive reviews. Lisa Schwartzbaum of Entertainment Weekly. Friday has an energy and sass and the nerve to suggest the line between tragedy and comedy may be a bloodshot eye of the beholder. Nice. So my first 10 star is the title. The most classic, quote, ghetto movie ever created. Friday is the most classic ghetto movie of all time. I grew up near the area in South Los Angeles and know a little bit about what it's like down there. The way people who lived down there were portrayed in the movie was very accurate. Chris Tucker cracks me up in any movie that he's in, and Ice Cube is just all-around talented. I make it a point to take this movie out and play at least once a month. Damn. <clears throat> For those who haven't seen Friday, you have to see it. But remember, make sure to watch all three Friday movies in order, as all the movies progress in, in order. Friday is beautifully directed, and I think it will remain as the classic ghetto movie of all time. Two thumbs up. Nine? Okay. Okay. Emmanuel Levy of EmmanuelLevy.com. <coughs> a new generation of black talent, director Gray, actors Chris Tucker and Ice Cube, bring verve to this much welcomed comedic view of street life in South Central after most after mostly crime and drug pictures are set there. He's right. <coughs> yeah. Uh Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Drinking my juice while Wait, what's that? What's the spinoff of that one? Don't. Oh, oh fuck. Whatever. I'll cut uh, that it'll come to us. Don't be a menace to society. To society while drinking my juice in the hood. 
Nice. There you go. Title, In My Top 5. Hard to believe this isn't a perfect 10. If you think you can't enjoy a movie because you can't relate to it, you're missing out. This 60-year-old white lady owns and watches Friday over and over. I came here to read up on Tiny Listing as he passed a week ago. Great actor, great person. When I saw the 7.5 rating, I had to enter my perfect score. Bye, Felicia. Brian McKay of eFilmCritic.com. Hilarious hip-hop ghetto comedy. Chris Tucker's role as Smokey sets one apart from its okay. mediocre sequels. Is ghetto still an acceptable word? That's fine. That was my last positive. All right, so here's my last. Cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, I don't know about that. There's no plot in this movie, buddy. Friday is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It includes comedy, drama, realism, and can even get you emotional if you need to be. It has exquisite acting that makes you want to stay for Ice Cube's charm. I would watch it 10 million trillion billion times again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a lot of times. So let's move into negative reviews. Yeah. Anderson Jones of the Philadelphia Daily News. Director F. Gary Gray chooses to develop tension in this often over-the-top farce in a very unfunny, almost baffling way. Title. A lot can go down between Thursday and Saturday, but you won't care. <laughs> Damn, few, that's a good title. It's very good. A few funny moments stretched paper thin. Nothing original here except maybe the level of obnoxiousness. This movie has virtually no plot. That's true. Instead, relying on Chris Tucker to carry the unfunny movie. If you enjoy excessive bathroom humor, I do, and can stand Chris Tucker for more than 10 minutes, then by all means, enjoy. Ugh. <laughs> Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. I knew the picture was in trouble when its first gag involved an old lady spewing obscenities. That's hilarious. Shut up. Uh, title, by far the worst movie from a great cast. It's like an episode of some family series, like the bad one of the season. The plot was so dumb and just nonsense. What it's, plot? Well, exactly. It's a pain to watch. It didn't make a single ounce of sense at each scene. Uh, waste of time. Thought it was going to be great because of the cast, but really disappointed them from the overall movie. All right, last one. Chris Hicks of the Desert News, Salt Lake City. Cube's charm and Tucker's frantic antics can carry this movie only so far before the wall-to-wall -wall profanity, constant vulgar humor, and male chauvinist ogling wear out the movie. Shut up, dude. Not funny at all. At all? Damn. This movie's not funny at all. Not my kind of humor. It's so bad. Never saw it until yesterday. Maybe it was funny in the 90s, but no tanks. Maybe he's Irish. No tanks. No tanks. That was it? Damn. That's it. Are you good? I'm good. All right. Pink Panther. It's trivia time. 
The neighborhood in which Friday is set up is the same South Central Los Angeles area in which in which F. Gary Gray spent his childhood. Principal houses that were used for filming were houses of old friends of Gray. The scenes were Debo, Punches Red, causing him to fly in the air, is, is Gary's childhood home. Damn. Nice. I'm going to go right into this one here. In a deleted scene at the beginning of the credits, Easel Anthony Johnson is seen running down the street carrying boxes. These are the boxes that Craig Jones got falsely accused of stealing from his job and is subsequently fired on his day off. So Easel was the one that stole the boxes, not Craig. Why'd they take that out? You see him in, in the beginning running down... Yeah, he said it in a deleted seat. Yeah, but if you watch this movie, you do see Easel running down the street during the intro. With just boxes. With boxes. That's where he's running from. That's funny. I think they should have left that in. I should. I do, too. In a flashback scene where Smokey is sitting in the lowrider with Hector and his friend, two men can be seen sitting on, the blo- on a block wall in the background. The men were residents of the neighborhood who proved to be uncooperative with production staff's request, knowing they couldn't tell them what to do on their property. Despite being offered compensation or a walk-on role to move out of the shot, the two men refused to move. Get I'm, fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Anyway, the clothes that Ice Cube wears at the beginning and end of this movie are the same clothes he wore at the end of Boys in the Hood from 1991. This movie was filmed in 28 days. Damn. Is that it? No, I still got more. I got more, too. Uh, actor, executive producer, and screenwriter Ice Cube and director F. Gary Gray stated that they modeled this movie after the movie Clerks. Makes sense. I said that before I even saw this piece of news of, of trivia. I said to Amy, I was like, this is basically Clerks. Set in South Central. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. The film was shot on 126th Street and Normandy in South Central Los Angeles, known as the territory of the Cri- Crip Street Gang. Ooh. The Crips are known for wearing the distinctive blue bandanas, oh, where yes. their bitter rivals, the Bloods, yes, they are. wear equally distinctive red bandanas. As such, red clothing of any kind was banned from the set to prevent the cast and crew from being assaulted for appearing to be a Bloods gang member. Damn. All right, my last piece is a quick one. The license plate on Smokey's car is fuck it. I got a few more. Uncredited theatrical movie debut of Michael Clark Duncan. He appears as one of the craps players in the flashback scene where Red gets punched Uh, by Debo. The black and white uh, flashback. The line by Felicia was also used in Straight Outta Compton in 2015 by Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who portrays Ice Cube in that film. It's a cool name. That movie was also directed by F. Gary Gray. Miss Jones, Mr. Jones, a dog catcher by trade, watches Man's Best Friend, a 1993 movie about a genetically engineered dog that becomes homicidal. That has what's-his-name, too, in it. The uh, He's in Pumpkinhead? Yes. The gold chain that Devo snatches from Red after confronting him uh, with Greg and Smokey on the porch was actually part of a necklace that belonged to DJ Pooh's grandmother. Yeah. And as of October 2022, eight of the cast members are now deceased. LaWanda Page, Bernie Mac, Yvette Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, uh, Ronaldo Ray, John Witherspoon, and Tom Lester Jr. and Anthony Johnson. 
Let's take a moment here for the dearly departed. Mr. Jones is gone. We're going to give him a three-bell salute. It's time for our person review. And Jay's going to start us off. I am. All right. So this was the first time that I watched it since it came out. That's a long time ago. Right. And I had a different memory of it. I remember loving this movie. And just thinking it was so great, so funny. Loving the dad. Still love the dad. And it, it is a really good movie. I like the movie. I will definitely watch it again. I'm very curious about the sequels. I, I, you don't what you don't want to see the sequels. I've seen the sequels. No good. The second one is all right. Friday after next was trash. Is Chris Tucker in any of them? I don't believe so. Oh, then I'm not gonna watch it. Um, next Friday is worth a watch. I liked it. That that's the that's the next one. Okay. Friday after next, you can I can you can take her okay. of it. That's what I'll do. But. <clears throat> In this rewatch, in this critical rewatch, you know, taking notes and having to critique this for the show, this movie ended and I was, my jaw was like, just on the floor. Like, what, what did I just watch here? What, what is this about? There's no story here. You have to, you have to look real hard and deep. Okay, you have Mr. Jones talking about Craig to be a man, you know, don't use a gun. All right. That was like two seconds. It was not a big story plot or story point. Yeah, one of the big sticking points is the getting fired on your day off. Yeah, but they don't go into no, that. No, they don't. But I, I like Chris Tucker's awesome. Ice Cube was good. The dad was, oh, God, so yeah. awesome. So for me, this is going to kill me to give this score. Uh, fuck. It's a four? Whoa! No, it's it's a five. It's a five. It's an average movie. So, this movie meets some of the criteria of movies I like. Is it quotable? It's very, quotable. It's got good quotes. Very quotable. Does it make me laugh? Yeah, yeah movie this, makes me laugh. It's funny parts. Is there memorable moments? Yes. Yes, there's memorable moments. So, it meets some criteria of a decent movie. But you're right. The plot. There's no story. Is razor thin. There, there's, there's. It's a sheet. You can see right through it. I mean, yeah, we see the guy running with boxes at the beginning of the movie. He had to remind me. Of we that. don't know that, but though. we don't know. You know about why is he doing it? Then we find out. Oh, blah, 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 blah. the the Debo thing. Why is Debo such a menace? No clue. They, they only explained it once in the flashback. No, we don't though. They don't. They, they don't explain it. They just yeah, they just see him punching a guy in the face. Right. 
That's how you know he's There's a There's no explanation. We need some, a little character development. A little bit. The best guy in this whole movie is the dad. Is the dad. The whether, whether he's taking a dump. Play that sound, please. Or he's in there having a heart-to-heart, like, you don't don't use a gun. Yeah, be a man. Don't, don't ruin your life. Yeah. Be a man. Hit the guy with your fists. It's tough, dude. It's a tough, but I'm probably giving this movie a six. It's it's on the better side, and you know what? I stole your DVD, and I'll probably watch it again. You can have it. Oh, good. Cause I, I'm go- I, I bought two. I'm going to watch it again. No, it's, it's, keep it. I'm gonna watch again. So to me, it's a it's a it's a culturally significant movie. All right, so it's getting a six five for significance. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay by my four. I'm gonna go. I'm You're staying. gonna go back to four. I'm going back to four. All right, so it's a four. four There's five. no story, dude. I hate doing this. This I, is Jay's lowest rated movie. I like this movie too. I like the dad, but fuck, man. This is a. There's no story here. No, there really isn't a story. Anyway, uh, oh, I, right. I hate doing this. I will watch it again because there are funny moments. But because there's no fucking story, I can't do anything else. Four man. from Jay, a six five from me. Yeah, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is tonight's <clears throat> show. That's episode 20 in the books. That's killing me, man. So, you can find us on Facebook at Flick Magnet. Twitter, if it's still around, Flick Magnet Pod. Instagram, Flick Magnet. And you can email us what you think of this movie, your ratings, your likes, your suggestions. FlickMagnetPod at Yahoo.com. That score is going to haunt me. Yeah, it is what it is. It's in the books. I already got it on the spreadsheet. It's over. I know. Sucks. Anyway, um, we are doing. If you like this, we're doing the backyard wrestling show next weekend. It's the Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, we where someone will die. Somebody will die. There's a, a women's death match. There's an executioner sword on a pole match. <laughs> There's a, a beheading match. That's, so, the, that's the main event. Someone's gonna get stoned with actual stones. Stones to get stoned to death. So we're doing that, and our next movie is going to be a watch-along. And, oh boy, are we taking a complete, I don't know, what do you call it? We're doing a twist. Complete okay. twist. We're doing a kid's movie. A watch-along, but adult style. This is a rated R kid's movie. A rated oh yes, a rated R kid's movie. It's so good. So stay tuned. After this to see what the hell we're doing next. It's going to be bonkers. And I can't wait. So, 
Thank you for listening. We'll, I know we're late this week. We'll be on time next time. See you next time. See you later. Young and hard. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Is this not the most perfect kingdom of them all? Well, technically, it's not perfect. Uh, Thelonious. You were saying? Twas long ago and far away, in a land as different as night from day, where fairy tale creatures of a magical sort. I'm not a puppet, I'm a real boy. Take it away! Were banished by a prince who was really short. He hoffed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. You're a monster! Now, the one to save their neck. Oh, you're expecting Prince Charming. Hey! Oh, no, 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 no! Dead girl off the table! Where are we supposed to put her? The bed's taken. What? Is a hero named Shrek. 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 Ah! Ah! That was really scary. And if you don't mind me saying, you definitely need some Tic Tacs or something, because your breath stinks. But a tale like this will also need a princess. Oh, uh, what? And a noble steed. All right, I hope you heard that. You called me a noble steed. You think I'm a steed? Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories in the morning. I'm making waffles. Then I saw her face. Don't look down. Shrek, I'm looking down. You think that Shrek is your true love? Well, yes. <laughs> Shrek. I just know before this is over, I'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy. Look at my eye twitching. <laughs>